did when you were in your late teens and early 20s, head to Elite Men's Health. 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro and EliteMensHealth.com. What if you went to your secret hiding place and found just a phone number, 1-800-662-HELP? Before drugs take their toll on you and your family, make the call. For help with drug use, call 1-800-662-HELP for free and confidential information and treatment referral, or go to samhsa.gov slash know the risks. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. It's time for The Setup, the fastest hour in sports talk here on The Ticket. Here are your hosts, Cade Carlton and Andrew Bowen. All right, welcome in here on a Thursday edition of the show here on The Ticket Radio Network. Cade Carlton, Andrew Bowen with you here on The Ticket, streaming online, 953theticket.com. Through the TuneIn app by searching for KNEA. You can also find us uh, Facebook, Twitter, at the Ticket Radio Instagram, it's at the Ticket Radio Network, where you can find us there as well. Um, coming up on the show today, we'll uh, we'll kind of bounce around on some national news. There's been a couple of big contract signings uh, go on in both college football and the NFL over the course of the last few hours. We also have a potential rule change uh, coming up in uh, NCAA. Uh, athletics that was reported a couple three hours ago uh, which is quite big Uh, it's still watch list season Major League Baseball is back today Uh, SEC media days the final day of that is going on so we'll get into all of that and who knows what else uh, over the course of the next hour here on the show but right now Andrew Bowen will get us caught up with some headlines brought to you by Plaza Tire Service bringing you the best deals on tires A-State running back Johnny Lang has been named to the Doak Walker watch list. Lang played in all 12 games last season, finishing the year ranked second on the team with 263 rushing yards on 65 carries. He was named first-team All-Sunbelt Conference as a punt returner. Lang led the Sunbelt Conference last year with an average of 8.3 yards per return. The recipient of the 2022 Doak Walker Award will be announced on the Home Depot College Football Awards program. And the Red Wolves have now had a player tabbed to the Doak Walker Award watch list for 10 straight seasons. So congrats to him. In the MLB, the Cardinals are back after the All-Star break tomorrow where they will start a three-game series against the Reds. First pitch is at 5.40 p.m. on 95.9 The Wolf. And this has been your Daily Headlines, brought to you by Plaza Tire Service, bringing you the best deals on tires. All right, so earlier today I thought this was going to be one of the most boring days in sports talk because, like, it... Everyone says the All Star the day after the All Star game is the worst day in sports talk, but I actually felt like we had a good bit of things to get to yesterday. Uh, today, not really as much, but it has been helped out by the fact that we have a couple of big uh, contract announcements that have gone on over the last two to three hours. Um, the first of which is Kirby Smart. So, coming off of a year in which Georgia won the national championship, Kirby Smart has agreed to an extension, a 10-year, $112 million, or $112.5 million extension for Kirby Smart. So it works out to just over $11.2 million uh, annually, and he will be the highest paid coach in 
college football. Uh, he there will. He, he'll make ten point two this million, or ten point two million this year, uh, and then his salary at the end of that will be twelve point two five in twenty thirty one when the uh, contract expires. So he got the uh, he got the Nick Saban contract basically. Um, he did. Um, in terms of longevity, yeah. I wonder how much more he is making per year not that it matters like when you get to that point like i mean how much more money do you need when you're making 10 million dollars a year right no exactly it, it, especially like when you're living in especially when you aren't living in a big town um it'd be different if he was coaching in atlanta where you know it's probably crazy to get home but athens like eh, not too terrible yeah you're like an hour outside atlanta it's not yeah so it, it can't cost too, too much yeah. to live there right yeah uh saban made Nine point five million in twenty twenty one, or ten point six million in twenty twenty one, um, and is going to make around eleven and a half million dollars uh, this year. So, say right right around the same as as Nick Saban. Yeah, Kirby maybe Kirby may be making a little bit more, but not not just a whole lot more than Nick Saban. So. Right. I mean, he deserves it. They they do need him. Yeah, <laughs> they want him a national championship. I mean, definitely, but. Jeez, that is a lot of money. And a long time. And Ten a, yeah, years. Very, 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 very long contract and a lot of money. I, I do wonder, like, how much of that, uh, like, what what are the uh, clauses in the contract? and Is that all guaranteed? Or, or obviously there's ways to get out of it, but, like, if, if you fire Kirby Smart, are you still going to have to pay him all that money? That, I mean, that's a lot of money and a lot of faith in, in Kirby Smart. But, hey, I mean, he just won the national championship, so, you know. Uh, Shout out to Kirby Smart, I guess. So, uh, he got that contract extension today, or it was announced today. And then also, in the NFL, we had one of the richest quarterback contracts signed uh, ever in Kyler Murray, who agreed to a five-year, $230.5 million extension. Uh, So, it runs through the 2028 season, includes $160 million in guaranteed money and the average annual value of his contract is 46.1 million dollars uh second in the nfl only behind aaron Rodgers, who makes 50.3 million dollars a year as as well so uh kyler murray now the second highest paid quarterback in the nfl at what 23 years old 24 years old so crazy he's still got like he's still got a long way to go in his career and he's already the second highest paid quarterback in the nfl yeah that's that's wild i mean i do think he's going to be really really good so it is worth it but at the same time i don't know i I don't know i i hope he has a good year because that'll just prove that the contract is worth it but otherwise it's going to be like uh i don't know yeah i i mean I, i i definitely think that um i definitely think he's probably worth that contract yeah um uh, especially, you know, kind of given the fact of how he played last year. I mean, he averaged 270 yards per game through the air last year. Uh, that's that's not even counting the the rushing yards that he had last year as well, uh, because he rushed for 425 rushing yards last year. So yeah, that's nuts. Uh, yeah, he's 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 going to be pretty good for a long time. Uh, 
and also, you know, the twenty-four to ten touchdown to interception wasn't wasn't terrible either. So, um, and that's in fourteen games last year too. So uh, he's he's going to be pretty good for for quite a while. I agree. So uh, not not surprising to see him get that big of a contract extension to stay with the uh, with the Arizona Cardinals. It is, um, and I remember when it was was it twenty eighteen when he got drafted. Uh, whatever year it was he got drafted, where there where there was a legitimate conversation, and at that time it was probably a little bit warranted, but there was a legitimate conversation that Kyler Murray made the wrong move by going to the NFL instead of going to sign with the Oakland A's because like he was a top five or ten draft pick in in the MLB draft. Uh, that was you know that was the deal when he when he came back to college for his senior year that he was kind of living off the signing bonus from the uh, Oakland A's right and so after his senior year it was assumed that hey he's going to go and and be a uh, be in the MLB. Uh, but obviously that was that was not the case. He declared for the NFL draft uh, and then winds up going uh, with the first overall pick in the NFL draft. But I do think there were like there were some people that were like, ah, maybe he should have stuck with baseball. He's short. Maybe he's not going to make it in the NFL. Blah 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 blah. Well, now Kyler Murray has a forty six point one million dollar a year average annual salary, and the Oakland A's current payroll right now is $41.9 million per year. So I would say Kyler Murray made the made the right call. Yeah, I would I would agree. Would I mean the you? whole the whole argument was that um he would have a longer career in baseball and like he'd get mm-hmm. hurt super quick in in football and that was the whole thing. And like he's never gonna make the money he's making in baseball, yada yada yada. And then he does it what, his third year, fourth year? Uh he was drafted in twenty nineteen. So, yeah. Yeah. And is already making more than the A's payroll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, would you rather be playing for the Lansing Lugnuts or the Midland Rockhounds right now, the affiliates of the Oakland A's? Uh, let's see. We're the – I'm guessing Midland, Texas is where the Midland – yeah. Uh, so, would you rather be in Midland, Texas playing for the Midland Rockhounds or – in Las Vegas in the 1,000 degree heat playing for the Las Vegas Aviators right now and making maybe a million, million and a half per year or be making $46 million a year and be a starting quarterback in the NFL. A tough decision. Tough, <laughs> tough choice. Though. Hard choice, yeah. <laughs> it just kills me because I remember all these fans were like, oh, it's just bad for the game, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, you're judging this dude because he's making more money and doing the sport that he likes more. Like, and the sport that he's probably better at, like yeah, I, I, don't I would give agree a too. I don't care that he's short. Like the the dude can still make plays. He can sling it. Yeah, he can throw. He so has a far. cannon of an arm, and he's a dual threat quarterback. And like that's that's the future of the NFL, right? Dudes with a cannon who can also escape pressure and run. I'll say it. I think he's what Lamar Jackson wants to be because I think he's more accurate. I, I like I've been on this camp for a little bit. I don't think Lamar Jackson's actually that good. I agree. I think he's – don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's bad. No, he's, just, he's, he's not bad, yeah. but he's not that good. No, I agree. I think he was way better in college, but I think the competition wasn't as fierce, yes. so that is that is something to factor in. Well, his Heisman year, he was 
he was phenomenal. unbelievable. It was even though Louisville was what, like a seven and five team, eight and four team, like it was it was must watch TV because he was that good. Yeah, no, I agree. The only thing that has declined because his athleticism hasn't, his speed hasn't. The thing that has declined is his accuracy. His accuracy yes. in the NFL is terrible. And if he didn't have, honestly, if he didn't have Mark Andrews bailing him out, I don't know what that team would be doing. To be fair, though, his accuracy in college wasn't, like, super incredible either. No, it, it wasn't. Was, it was 60% around that his last year whenever he won the Heisman. So it wasn't super incredible in uh, in college either. Yeah, I guess that's fair. But I think it has declined a little bit. Uh, let's see what he was last year. So he's 60% his last year in college. Last year... It was 64, so I mean, he's gotten a little bit better, but yeah. it's not still, you know. Maybe it's, I don't know, maybe I'm just paying more attention to it because he's in the NFL. But either way, I do think Kyler Murray is more, at least more accurate, and I think he's a better thrower. I should say that. Yes. Now, if you if you want to talk about accuracy as opposed, like when you talk uh, touchdowns to interceptions, uh, Lamar did have 16 touchdowns to 13 interceptions last year, so yes. Yeah. From that perspective, his accuracy has definitely worsened. Yeah. No, and I mean, Lamar has a chance to get better. It's just, it's really bad when, you know, you go to the playoffs and get bounced. Like, what was it, three years in a row? Yeah. It's just bad. Yeah. But anyways. So, anyways, uh, Kyler Murray, now the second richest quarterback in the NFL, uh, behind Aaron Rodgers. And it, I don't think Kyler Murray has like a big giant tattoo now on his arm. Um uh, of some symbol I've never seen before in my life like Aaron Rodgers does. So, I mean, he's got that going for him, which is nice. Uh, there you go. In terms of uh, Arkansas State news, uh, found out earlier today that a senior wide receiver to Valence Hunt been named to the Bolitnikoff Award uh, watch list. Again, that was announced uh, earlier today. The sixth all-time A-State player uh to wind up on the watch list. He is the fourth A-State player to do it since 2019, joining joining Jonathan Adams, uh, Omar Bayless, and Kirk Merritt. So, uh, Tavalence Hunt been named to the 2022 Bolitnikoff Award watch list as of uh, today for for A-State as uh, watch list season continues to... um, Continues to carry on. We saw Johnny Ling named to the Dolk Walker Award watch list yesterday as uh, as well. So uh, that's the latest there in regards to uh, to A State football. Cannot wait till we get to a point where nobody cares about watch list season because there's actual games to look forward to. Yeah, this is. But this we're is still like forty some days out. Yeah, it's so the worst time just leading it, up to it. It it definitely is. <laughs> uh, we're not quite. We're not quite in the heart of talking season yet. Not but, yet. But we are we're definitely close. We're on the outskirts looking in. We yes. Uh in, in about two weeks, it's probably gonna be full on talking season. Yeah. The nice part is you get talking season and then right after that is if you play fantasy, NFL fantasy comes up and you usually draft yep. around then and then yep. preseason stuff comes in and then yep. it all just comes in and full like, swing. Once <laughs> once you get like a week out from from football starting. What like really and truthfully, once you get to the week of week zero, uh from then until like May, it's fantastic. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. And then you hit May again and you're like, man. <laughs> because like the whole week zero, we can all talk about how if you aren't hammering, and I, don't, I haven't seen the line, but if you aren't hammering whatever Hawaii is favored by in the point <laughs> spread against Vanderbilt, then what are you even doing with your life? Come on, it's a lot. 9.30 kickoff, uh, 9.30 kickoff central time. Uh, so 
Vandy's got to go and play in Hawaii in what would be a 9.30 kickoff back home? Come on. Like, like Give me Hawaii minus 14. I don't care. Go Rainbow Warriors. Yeah. The, there's <laughs> the, the best part about college football season is staying up and watching uh, Hawaii play a football game on some like terrible stadium stream and betting Hawaii to cover at home. It's going to be it's incredible. The best part of football, and season. that is that is a lock, the lock of the of the century. I would argue. Now, <laughs> th- th- no, there's two locks with Hawaii football. Number one, you always bet them to cover whenever they're at home, and number two, when they're on the road, you always bet whoever is playing them to cover. Yes, hundred percent. They they don't win on the road, but they win at home. Now you can make a lot of money from Hawaii home football games. Something in the air in Hawaii. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll take a timeout. We'll come back. Uh, we'll we'll kind of bounce around. We'll check in on some SEC media days and more after this on the ticket. We're not ready to go to the closer just yet. More of the setup coming up next on the Ticket Radio Network. Time to hit the course for the Mustangs as Buffalo Island Central presents its second BIC Athletics Golf Tournament. This year's event set for Saturday, July 30th at Big Lake Country Club in Manila. It's a two-person scramble with tee time set for 8.30 and 1.30. Entry fee, $150 per team. There are cash prizes in each flight, and the proceeds go to help the athletes in all sports at BIC. For more information or to register a team, call Tyler Herring at 870 219 3799. Space is limited, so call 219-3799 now and get your spot in the second Buffalo Island Central Athletics Golf Tournament July 30th at Big Lake Country Club in Manila. So before you hit the campground, the lake, or any other getaway, be sure you stop by Mr. T's. Because at Mr. T's, hot weather still means the coldest beers at the absolute best prices. And with more than 200 beer selections from all around the world, they're sure to have what you're looking for at Mr. T's. So whether it's across those Kahlua-colored waters at Riverside or in the curve at Red Onion, stop by and see why 360 five days a year it's always worth the drive to mr t's and as always mr t's reminds you to drink responsibly mr. T's at Riverside. get huge savings now at capital ford on all ford certified pre-owned vehicles in stock capital ford is stock full of late model low mileage certified pre-owned cars trucks and suvs go to cavanaughford.com for our entire selection buying a certified pre-owned vehicle at capital ford gets you a great price plus added value like the capital ford blue advantage that means every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has limited bumper to bumper and powertrain warranties 24 7 roadside assistance a multi-point inspection and 14-day money-back guarantee due to a record amount of trade-ins we've accumulated a high volume of certified pre-owned vehicles that must be sold. We have every make, every model. You're sure to find the vehicle for you. For a great selection of certified pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, get to Cavanaugh Ford today. Plus, every vehicle purchased at Cavanaugh Ford comes with a maintenance plan included. Great savings plus great service equals real value. Cavanaugh Ford in Jonesboro or CavanaughFord.com. See dealer for detail. Hey, y'all, this is Matthew Cox with Cox Implement. Your home for Bad Boy Ferris, Altos, and Xmark. Four proven industry leaders in the zero-turn mowers. Check out our dependable, hardworking, up for any job you need to tackle tractor lines from Massey Ferguson Bad Boy. From Echo Power Tools to premium implements from Woods and Bad Boy and locally made MEB trailers, Cox Implement has you covered from top to bottom with three locations to better serve you in Hoxie, Highland, and Jonesboro. Cox Implement, equipment you can count on, people you can trust. Experience meets innovation at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. After more than 135 years of servicing our East Arkansas communities, we are the region's largest independently owned bank. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas continues to invest in new products and services to best serve all our banking customers. 
This year, we've rolled out mobile pay technology, enabled mobile depositing from wherever you are, and a new Roundup savings feature to help you take charge of your savings. Come and see what's new at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC. EAB Jonesboro is looking for team members in our sales department, and we are offering a $2,000 signing bonus. EAB Jonesboro is the most listened to multimedia group in Northeast Arkansas, including K-Fine, KISS, The Wolf, The Ticket Radio Network, KBTM News Talk, and Bob FM, plus our amazing digital products. If you have media sales experience, apply today. Or if you don't have media sales experience, apply and convince us why you are the person for the job. Send your resume to Lori at eabjonesboro.com. That's L-O-R-I-E at eabjonesboro.com. And get your future moving in the right direction. Plus, get a $2,000 signing bonus if hired. Become part of the largest media group in the state. Apply today. EAB Jonesboro is an equal opportunity employer. We're always rooting for overtime round here. Now let's get back to the setup. All right, welcome back here on the setup as we continue along uh, on a Thursday edition of the show here on the Ticket Radio Network. Uh, not great at multitasking. It's like trying to send a text and talk as well. I'm not great at doing that. I'm not either. Half the time I'll be talking to someone and then I'll start speaking when I'm texting and I'm like, oh. Yeah, I just like because um, more times than not, if I try to text while I talk, I will like text what I'm saying. And then read it in text messages. I'm like, wait, I, like I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> I was like trying to speak that, but I wasn't trying to type that. You know, so I can't, I can't multitask and like text and type at the same, or text and talk at the same time. Yeah, it's it's two different brain functions that just the yes. wires cross, and then it just it's a mess. Yes, it is. So like, if I'm ever on the air, like it's it's very hard for me to text. Um, now it is easier on my computer, but like I I especially cannot do it on my phone, but. Um, anyways, uh, the ESPYs were last night. Did anybody watch? Nope. nope. Okay, good. I didn't watch either. Uh, I did see a couple of jokes from Steph Curry. Can we all agree that was so cringe last night? I didn't see a single clip, so I, um, I can't weigh in. But. He, uh, yeah, he had he he had a clip about how he was like the the Celtics daddy, and he had a clip about how. He was he was uh, doing the ESPYS and LeBron did the ESPYS in 08, but it was after he lost in the finals, and it feels much better to do the ESPYS after a championship. And it's like, man, this is so cringe. Why do we air this show? Nobody watches this show. There's probably like two thousand people nationwide that watched the ESPYS last night. Yeah. Why do we do this? I will say I did love the one that I forget how long ago it was when Drake hosted it. Even though all of his jokes were written. Yes. 100%. I mean, so were Steph's probably, but um, still, great host, and it was actually entertaining. And it was a good year in basketball, so it was, like, fun to watch. But Yeah. And football, but it's just, like, ugh. everything else about the SBs, I'm not a fan of. It's become, like, a whole thing. Like, it's become, like, an award show in all the worst ways. Yeah, I think award shows in general are just kind of dying. Well, I think all award shows in general suck, except for the Oscars. And, okay. I, and I know the Oscars sucks, but I will not admit that the Oscars sucks. Because yeah. I love, I like, every year I watch every single movie that is, nom- not every single movie, but every movie that is nominated for Best Picture, and every uh, movie that is included on uh, Best Original, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Supporting uh, Actor and Actress as well. 
Yeah. So I watch every single movie. So like I get invested. And I know it sucks, but I'm not going to admit it sucks. <laughs> no, I, I definitely feel you on that. It's just, I don't know. I agree with the award show sucked. It's just like the format. I don't know what it is. And I still have the attention span for it, I the, feel like. The other thing that stinks is they still, I mean, I think it's better now. Most award shows are not streaming on most places. You have to like yeah. actually watch it on yep. cable, and no one's gonna sit down and watch it on cable. So yeah, that and like I just, I just don't have the uh, attention span to sit there and watch speech after speech after speech about people that I personally don't care about. Half yeah, the time. exactly. But and yeah. then you, like I used to really like the Grammys, but now I did too. I love the Grammys. I like I, I just don't. I don't know popular music anymore. I know that makes me sound like I'm 80 years old. But like, I, I I don't know popular music. Like I don't I don't listen to half the stuff that's on the pop. I, actually, I take that back. I don't listen to about three fourths of the stuff that is on the pop charts now. A because it's not good, and B just because I I've never been a huge like pop music fan. No, I get that. The thing that annoys me is that. I mean, I watched it for a long time. Then we had the famous year where it was like an all-star lineup and Macklemore wins best album of the year. And it's just like a whole thing. And then we had three years in a row that were terrible. And it's just like, at that point, you just lose faith in the Grammys. And you're like, well, the best people aren't winning. So why am I watching it? Now, if they nominate Zach Bryan for album of the year this year, bet I'm watching. He should win album of the year. I'll, I'll, I'll be watching. I'm trying to think of another good uh, if, album. If I mean. Coulter Wall or Tyler Childers or any of these like country guys that can't get on country radio because of reasons uh, ever ever get to the Grammys, I'll watch. But until then, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'll watch the Oscars, and that's that's the extent of my award shows for the year. I'm not even going to watch the Oscars next year. <laughs> I mean, it's just... I, I mean, you got to now because it Slapgate 2.0. Oh, like we got to see the ramifications that, of. Slapgate. I want to say that saved the Oscars because I that, think it very well might have. Because I think the ratings were terrible at that point, and then the second Slapgate happened on Twitter, everyone's like, "Oh, I got to tune in," and then they tuned yes. in for the rest of the show. <laughs> yes. So that 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 may have very well saved the saved the future of. Um, because the future of the Oscars. For context, my mom used to watch the Oscars every year, and I saw Slapgate. I run downstairs. I'm like, "Mom, did you see this thing with Chris Rock and Will Smith?" And she's like, "Oh no, I was watching a movie. What happened?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, flip over, flip over." <laughs> yeah, and then they just like didn't acknowledge it the rest of the show, and it's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, and she goes, "Oh, that's crazy," and then flips back to her movie. I'm like, "Yep, that's that's the right call." <laughs> that's crazy. I'll be safe though. Uh, <laughs> all right, so SEC Media Days. Uh, going on today um I, I don't really think anything has like come out of sec media days we had brian harson that was up and uh, credit to brian harson because if i if i was in the spot if i was in the situation brian harson was in where a number of boosters like pretty much made up not pretty much a, a number of boosters made up lies and tried to defame my character to get me fired from my job. I, there's no way I could take the high road. They're like, there's no way. Uh, and so he addressed that at SEC Media Days today. He said there was an inquiry. It was uncomfortable. It was unfounded. I, it was presented the opportunity for people to attack me and my family and also my program, and it didn't work. And that was kind of the main quote that he had on that. Uh, he didn't really go into details and elaborate much on kind of what he thought about it. That was just the general sentiment that he provided today at SEC Media Days. And, and like, kudos to him 
because he has a lot a lot more self-restraint than I think most people do because if I just think it'd be very hard to not throw everyone who tried to do that under the bus because he knows he's got to know the ringleaders of who were trying to get him fired and who tried to end his career and also another person's career within the Auburn football program. So it takes a lot of self-restraint to not go out there and just drop names and like throw the haymaker down. And I, like I'm sure he's had time now to reflect on it and be mad and uh, punch a hole through a wall or or whatever. But right. still, that that he he has a lot more self-restraint than uh, I think most people would in that situation. Well, I think he's just really mature. I think that's the biggest thing. I think it's just kind of like it is. I think, I feel like most people in that situation would do that. Just start you know punching everyone around you verbally yes but uh yeah i think it takes a mature person to kind of just be like all right let's move on because i guess you don't want to you also don't want to dwell on it you don't want to like bring yeah. it all back up and yeah I, I, you definitely don't want to dwell on it because you're still at the place now it'd be different if he was at the sec media days and the head coach of like mizzou or something and wasn't at auburn anymore i, I guess it would be different but still um it it is, definitely stings yeah it, it definitely kind of uh stings a little bit I guess so that was the I guess that was a big thing that came out of SEC media days today um the other thing was Jimbo Fisher said he had no problems with Nick Saban uh, I need to find the exact quote uh because I, I saw it on my timeline a little bit earlier now I've forgotten it um Jimbo Fisher said that uh he is upset that his spat with Nick Saban uh, went public and also said that uh, he does he does not have a problem with Nick Saban. So, um, I feel like that's a lie. Jimbo Fisher, who, by the way, uh, in, in March, April, May, whatever, whenever it was, like the days all run together, but in the midst of nothing going on in sports, calls a press conference at Texas A&M, invites the media, sends out a, a Zoom link to every national media member, and invites the um, invites everyone to post as much as they want to about it on social media by doing that, and now says that he uh, he he can't believe that this thing got the attention that it got. Yeah, that, who are you? <laughs> like what? Like what do you mean? You were the one that called for a press conference when nothing was going on, and. Like pretty much threw Nick Saban under the bus, said the word despicable eighteen thousand times, and threw the Alabama program and Nick Saban under the bus, and looked like you were about to pop because your face was so red with anger. I just love the "Who are you?" Like what? Do we, like what do we got? Like what? What yeah, do you mean? That's like tweeting you said something and then being like, "I didn't. I never said that." Or saying something and being like, "I didn't do that." It's like. I don't know. It's like you invited everyone to see what was happening and hear what happened. Nick Saban, yeah. the only thing Nick Saban did was respond. He didn't say anything in the public eye. It's just, it's crazy. It was almost like a, look at this, he's picking on me. Everyone make fun of, or everyone come after him. And then he came back at him and he's like, whoa, whoa, why did this get so intense? It's yes. like, you started it. Uh, Jimbo made the, ana- made the analogy that it was, uh, quote, like fighting with your brother. Well, I don't think when you fight with your brother, you call a press conference and invite a thousand media members and then talk about how despicable they are. Like, no, it's it's like you fight with your brother and then you tell your mom. Yeah, that's what, like, the, just, that's what it was. I, I don't I don't understand. Uh, 
I, I cannot wait for, for Alabama and Texas A&M this year because, obviously, that week it is going to be just absolute nuts. And now, I guess Jimbo was trying to save face a little bit and let the story die down. But, like, you were the one that called for a press conference. Nobody else called for the press conference except you. Hey, it sparked a new rivalry. It, like, it wasn't like his assistant to assistant to the director of player personnel or something called a press conference. No, you were the one that called a press conference. Yeah, you were you the made, one that invited the attention. Out of the blue, too. Yes. It's like, ugh, it's so, annoying. I hate when coaches like start something and then just complain and be like, oh, woe is me. It's like, no, you started this. <laughs> exactly. So uh, I, I guess Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban are all good now, according to Jimbo Fisher, but we'll see in October because I feel like if uh, – if Alabama gets to a point where they can run the score up, they, they are will. going to run the score Nick up. Nick Saban, he doesn't, <laughs> he won't say it, but he definitely holds grudges. I, absolutely. Like, for instance, this is this is perfect. And you know what? I wasn't even mad about it uh, because I understood. But in back-to-back years, Ole Miss football beat Alabama, right? They, they beat them at home in 2014. And then the next year, you know, that was the Adeboyjo tip drill uh, touchdown catch. And they uh, beat them there in 2015. Uh, so 2016, like, it was, it was, it was a pretty close game. That's right. Because Ole Miss, Ole Miss, like, pretty much uh, squandered it away. And they probably should have won, but they didn't win, and they lost by five. So the first year, after all of that, after that Saban-Freeze deal where uh, Freeze goes 2-1 and one in his last three years against Saban, the first year that he had a chance to run the score up, Nick Saban beat Ole Miss 66-3. Yeah. You know what? Like I wasn't even mad about it. I was like, you know what? Worth it. Worth <laughs> it. Worth it. Yeah, no. So... I, I I can't even be mad about that. And, like, if you're a Texas A&M fan, if it gets to be that, that point this year, you can't even be mad about it. Because it, it was just a one-time deal. He he called the dogs off, you know, with about three, four minutes to go in the fourth quarter, really. And it was just a one-time deal. But that one time, like, he, he sent his message, and he he moved on. And so that's probably what he's going to do with Texas A&M And you'll remember it. <laughs> I, I, I was there. Of course I remember it. I I watched sixty six to three in person, and let me tell you, it was not not fun, not fun at all. I thought Shea Patterson was the savior, and goodness was he not the savior. He was terrible. Uh, now he's like the backup to the backup in the USFL. So I was about to ask where he was. Yeah, he is in the USFL. You're right. Um, yeah, I think he like I, I think he start because he played with like the Michigan team in the USFL, yeah. and I think he was their starter to start the year. And he was because I uh, I saw Pat. Off. Yeah, I saw Patterson. <laughs> I was like, is that Shea Patterson? Like I yeah. completely forgot about him. Yeah, and then he uh, then he fell off, and I think he was their their backup for the rest of the year. So, anyways, it's always good. Almost almost a Michigan legend, Shea Patterson. <laughs> the GOAT. Some <laughs> the goat. some say the GOAT. <laughs> <laughs> some say. All right, uh, we need to take a timeout. We'll come back. Uh, who knows what we'll get into after this on the ticket. Terra's icing down. Bobo's in the pen. But Kate and Andrew are dealing. Blame all. The setup continues right after this on the Ticket Radio Network. That's baseball. 
Don't go back to school without getting your phone fixed and protected at Cell Phone Station. All iPhone screens repaired in 20 minutes and every cell phone accessory is buy one, get one free. Start your school year off in style with Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center near Fuji Steakhouse. Attention members and guests, the most unique restaurant entertainment place has finally opened at Hilltop. I repeat, finally. And what makes it so unique? The menu. Smoked salmon salad, sandwiches like the Dan's Delight Monte Cristo, the social smash burger and the jalapeno popper grilled cheese appetizers like the duck calls the bacon clothesline and pigskins, or the social platter a sausage plate with a twist homemade pimento cheese tacos quesadillas and cheap pan nachos or really get down with the house smoked double bone pork chop or the juicy social ribeye are you hungry yet and when you're done go in the back and bowl on one of the automatic scorekeeper regulation lanes or experience hyper bowl an experience you'll not find anywhere else in the natural state. Come on and get social at the social at Hilltop in Jonesboro. That's 1004 Chancery Lane, and you can call them up today, 870-336-1134. You could keep telling yourself you're going to get your vehicle service, or you could just call Central Nissan today to schedule your service appointment. Don't put off till tomorrow what you could do today. Central Nissan Service Department is even open on Saturdays. Whether you need an oil change, tire rotation, wheel alignment, brake service, battery inspection, or engine repair, you can count on the service team at Central Nissan. Next time your vehicle needs maintenance, remember Central Nissan. Professional convenient, reliable. Schedule your service needs today on Parker Road in Jonesboro and online at centralnissan.net. The great taste of 1812 pizza that you've enjoyed for years in Manila and Jonesboro has made its way to downtown Paragol. That's right. The newest 1812 pizza location is now open at 223 North Pruitt Street in Paragol. And they're bringing the area's best selection of pizzas, sandwiches, and salads with them. Dine in with them downtown or enjoy it at home with carryout. There are now more ways than ever to enjoy 1812 pizza. On Ray Street and Hill top in Jonesboro and now at 223 North Pruitt in downtown Paragool. Eat local with 1812 Pizza Company. Are you ready to earn more interest in a month and in a year at most big banks? You can with Arkansas Federal Credit Union. With rates as high as 3% APY, they make it easy to grow your money fast. Did I mention that this is on your checking account? That's right. Earn as high as 3% APY just for doing the things you do every day, like using your debit card. Open your account today. It's easy. Visit AFCU.org to get started. APY is annual percentage yield. Call 800-456-3000 or visit afcu.org for more details. Federally insured by NCUA. For the first time in history, the FedEx St. Jude Championship will kick off the FedEx Cup playoffs this August. Bring the whole family out to TPC Southwind, August 10th through 14th, to watch the PGA Tour's best try to make it through Memphis. Enjoy a variety of family-friendly activities throughout the course food from local restaurant favorites and more daily grounds and upgraded tickets are available now at fedexchampionship.com hi i'm dale brown best-selling techno thriller author i'm also a mission pilot and squadron commander in the civil air patrol the members of the civil air patrol are volunteer professionals who serve their communities and their nation every day with emergency services aerospace education and cadet programs We train hard, we fly hard, and we get the job done for America. Join the Civil Air Patrol. Visit www.gocivilairpatrol.com and let's go flying. 
My friend Teddy almost set his house on fire. He used a counterfeit, you know, a fake wall charger. He had to go to the hospital. Real products are tested for safety. Visit ncpc.org slash go for real. Brought to you by NCPC and the USPTO. It's the fastest hour in sports talk. Now back to the setup on the Ticket Radio Network. All right, welcome back here on the setup as we continue along on a Thursday edition of the show here on the Ticket Radio Network. Kate Carlton, Andrew Bowen with you for the next uh, 20 minutes or, or so here on the Ticket. Um, so, I don't really know what to get into because there's not, honestly not a whole lot going on right now in terms of, uh, in terms of sports. We have the contracts announced. We have... Uh, some media day coverage going on right now, which today is the last day of SEC media days. Uh, why they need four days, I don't know, but it is the last day. Like no, no other conference of the country has four days for their media day. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. I mean, it, it's like a whole week of media day coverage. I cannot imagine like having to go for a whole week to uh, media day. Yeah, that'd be now, pretty brutal. If it's in Atlanta, so you could get some Ted's Montana Grill in, and that is a perk because that's one of the best spots in downtown Atlanta. I haven't had it. I need it, to go check yeah, it out. It's it's very good, uh, very good Bison Burger, which it's hard to beat a good Bison Burger. But Ted's Montana Grill downtown Atlanta is uh is pretty good. I'll check it out in two weeks for yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, it like there's also a really good Chinese place down there. I can't remember what it's called, but anyways, that uh, that's beside the point. Um. So, in in terms of, like, broadcasting news, it has been interesting to follow the last couple of days because we have seen, I can't remember if it was yesterday or two days ago, but Dan Patrick on his show um, kind of broke the news that there could be a, really, a very real possibility that Charles Barkley is going to leave TNT and inside the NBA. Now, um... Uh, Barkley was a, a guy like two or three, four weeks ago, uh, spoke out kind of in favor of the live tour and, you, you know, kind of spoke out like he was in favor of guys, you, you know, uh, taking the cash grab and going in favor of how it, was, how it was formatted and said, you know, he would like to be a part of some of the broadcast on the live tour. And, you know, I think a lot of people probably just took it all like as a one-off comment and, you know, whatever. But now, Barkley is meeting with uh, the, the Live Tour people and apparently is close to signing a deal. And with that, he would leave Turner Sports. Um, so today, he came out and said that uh, his Turner Sports contract right now is $10 million per year. And basically, that uh, he could make that and have way less of a workload if he goes to the Live Tour. So, it would appear that that is um, kind of where Charles Barkley may be uh, headed. He said he would like to do both, but... Obviously, I would think that Turner is probably not going to allow him to do both. He is going to play in the program next week uh, at the, I think it's in New York, uh, Trump National in, Bed in Bedminster, New York, or New Jersey, is where uh, the Live 
event is at next week. So, uh, yeah. At least he's – you know what? It, it does stink that he's leaving – potentially leaving TNT or uh, Turner just because, you know, that's like an iconic place he's been forever. But um, at least he's up front. Like all these other live guys are like, oh, I'm doing this for, you know, my game and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, you're doing it because of the money. And Charles Barkley's like, yeah, I'm doing it because of the money. Like I want the money and I want less work. So and, it, like I can't fault him. Yeah, um, I can't either. Honestly, like it, obviously it would it would suck to not have Charles Barkley on the NBA TNT coverage because I do feel like that is just such a fun and good show. Um, and, you know, apparently this week sometime or next week, Greg Norman is set to make him uh, a pretty big offer and you would think that he is going to accept that. So it would, uh, it would be kind of crappy to not have him on the TNT coverage. But at the same time, like they do that show, what, two, three nights a week? Uh, what do they have, Tuesday night and Thursday night games on TNT? Is that right? Yes. So you're talking two nights a week in the regular season from mid-October until the second week in April. Every single week, two nights at least. Some nights, maybe three. Uh, and then when you get into the playoffs – from April until like mid to late May, it's pretty much every single night they're doing that studio show. So you're talking about going nonstop from October until until about May, uh, whenever the whenever the conference finals wrap up. Or you can make the same amount of money and do 14 events on the Live Tour and be done. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't fault him. I get it because especially like he's older, he's played you know his career and everything in the NBA. It's like I don't know. I feel like when you play a sport and you've been around it your entire life, you're going to get burnt out eventually, especially if you cover it that much. Yes. Uh, there's no way I'd be like, yes, I'm looking forward to watching the Rockets game. It's like, no, I don't want to talk about the Rockets or basketball. But, you know, he loves golf. He's always loved golf. And, you know, talking about that 14 times a year and getting paid the same amount of money, sign me up. Absolutely. I agree like completely. I, I, <laughs> still I, still love Chuck. Still I, love I cannot fault him. It, it, I will hate that he wouldn't be on uh, TNT coverage, but I like I just have a hard time trying to fault him for, All right. for making that jump. Here's an idea. Liv, you have to package Shaq in there too so we get both of them. <laughs> Take them both over. Well, okay, so like, what what's the scenario if Barkley goes to the Liv? Is like D-Wade getting on the, the main TNT desk? I wouldn't hate that. I don't think I would hate that either. Um, D-Wade's very entertaining. Yeah, like it's probably got to be D-Wade or Candace Parker, I guess. I wouldn't mind Candace Parker either. Yeah. She's super entertaining. Yeah. Um, curveball, it's throw J.J. Redick on there. <laughs> J.J. Redick would be awesome. That would be amazing. That would be, that would be great. Uh, honestly, I am, I am so in for that. I don't know what his contract with ESPN is like, but I would much rather – have him on uh, NBA on TNT as opposed to debating uh, Mad Dog Russo, who thinks uh, Bob Cousy is as good of a point guard as Chris Paul. <laughs> you know, like I, I just that that entire argument was so funny. <laughs> I just loved you kept interjecting, and he was like, "But, but," he's like, "No, no, no, let me finish." <laughs> just kept annihilating. <laughs> I, I, I mean, listen from a from a stat standpoint, we can play the stats game if you want to, but from uh. From a physical standpoint, like, holy cow, man, come on, be real. Well, this, be is, real. this is the guy who lives and dies by the stats, but will also be like, well, the stats don't matter in another yes. situation. So it's like, if you're going to live only and die. matter to an extent. Yeah. And if you're going to live and die by the stats, live and die by the stats. Don't flip flop, you know? Yes. Now, uh, 
like when we're when we're in a conversation about Le- LeBron and Jordan, obviously the stats matter a whole lot more. But we're talking about Bob Cousy and Chris Paul. Like, come on, man! Like, it, it, it's not affecting where Bob Cousy is ranked in the all-time basketball players. It's just saying that if Chris Paul and Bob Cousy played in one-on-one at the prime of their careers, uh, both having the advantages that they, you know, Bob Cousy having everything he had in 1950 or whatever, and Chris Paul having everything he had in 2008, like it's it's gonna be a bloodbath. Yeah, that's for sure. Now, if you want to make the argument, if you put Bob Cousy in today's game and you let him train the same way, he could be just as good. Okay, but you could say that about any player. Yeah, exactly. Not to get off on that rant, but uh, all right, we need to take a timeout. Uh, we'll come back, close out the show after this on the ticket. Our advice: just take the over. I think it's safe to say that I won the bet. More of the setup is coming up next on the Ticket Radio Network. Good afternoon. I'm Kate Morgan. It's time to take a look at your EAB market countdown. September corn at 5.75 and three quarters, down 16 and a half. December also down 16 and a half at 5.73 and a half. August soybeans at 14.18 and a half, down 30 and a half. September down 33 and a half at 13.17. September wheat at 8.06 and a quarter, down 13 and a quarter with December down 13 and a half at 821 and three quarters. October cotton at 99.60 down 78. December down 121 at 91.60. And September rice at 16.99 up four. November also up four at 17.21. In the livestock complex, August live cattle at 135.73 down three. October down 35 at 140.98. August feeder cattle at 178.28 up 45. September up 33 at 181.30. And August lean hogs at 1630 up 143 October down 25 at 9778 that's your market countdown from your EAB Ag Network have a great day battles aren't won solely on the field that's a common misconception battles are won within over enemies of fear enemies of doubt in that place where promises are kept. Promises to oneself. This is a physical training event. Promises to one's community. Healthy people move debris out of their house. Promises to one's country. In the heart of every Marine, you'll find a promise. A promise forever kept. A promise of battles won. Brought to you by Central Life Sciences, the leaders in post-harvest grain protection. Don't let little insects in your stored grain grow into a monster problem. Protect your stored grains with grain protectives from Central Life Sciences. Their bug-free grains lineup now includes two new products that require no tank mixing. Gravista Insecticide and Sentinel Synergized Insecticide provide the control and knockdown power you need against stored grain insects. Protect your grain from monster bugs with Central Life Sciences. Contact your local distributor or visit bugfreegrains.com. Hey farmers, WT Equipment in Jonesboro and Pocahontas is open and ready to equip the farmers of Northeast Arkansas. Having a hard time locating available equipment prior to year's end? Do you need to upgrade your tractors, combines, or sprayer to be prepared for the 22 crop year? At WT Equipment, we have both new and pre-owned New Holland T9, T8, T9, 
and T6 tractors available for sale now, ranging from 125 to 620 horsepower. Both new and pre-owned New Holland CR combines also available now. New Holland SP model sprayers ready to roll now. Be prepared for the 22 crop year. Come see us at WT Equipment in Jonesboro or Pocahontas. To speak with our sales department in Jonesboro, call 870-972-5522. That's 870-972-5522. For Pocahontas, call 870-892-5254. That's 870-892-5254. Or visit our website at WTEquip.com. WT Equipment, let's get it done. To battle is to fight, to struggle, to overcome, and ultimately for the Marine Corps, it means to win. There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation. A promise kept for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. Timeout's over, and we're going to the full court press. Now, let's get back to the setup on the Ticket Radio Network. All right, welcome back here on the setup as we get set to close out a Thursday edition of the show here on the Ticket Radio Network. Uh... All right, so there's not a whole lot of sports stuff going on, so we'll just kind of bounce around a little bit. Uh, coming up tonight, I'm very excited because the new Jordan Peele movie drops tonight. Cannot wait for that. Nope. Uh, it yeah. started out with like a 90% score on Rotten Tomatoes with uh, critic reviews, and so I'm very excited. I'm very excited to go see this movie. Uh, I think I think Jordan Peele is killing it. He is, he is knocked I, out of the park multiple times. If I see this movie and I like this movie, I'm not ready to like put him in the conversation of like all-time best directors, but I am ready to say that he is on the trajectory to be in the conversation for like all-time best film directors. Yeah. Because he hasn't missed yet, right? You had Get Out, which Get Out is still his best. Us was not as good as Get Out, but it was still, it was still solid. And then if you have this one that's really good, like, I mean, he's three for three. Didn't at he have that a, point. Didn't he have another one? Uh, in terms of movies, no. Okay, I thought he did. Maybe no. not. But um, yeah, no. If he's three for three, that'd be nuts. I haven't seen um us. I haven't seen it yet. Us is good. Like it, it's not as good as Get Out, but it's it it's still pretty good. Like I would say Get Out is probably like probably like a nine out of ten, and Us is probably like seven and a half to eight, somewhere in that range. I mean, Get Out is like the perfect blend of. Because it, it, it's a little freaky, but it's not, like, scary. Yes. It's freaky. There's comedy mixed in with the yes. best friend security guard who's, like, the highlight of the whole movie, in my opinion. And then yes. the acting is phenomenal. Lakeith Stainfield absolutely kills it, and it's just – it's amazing. And the that, shots that's, are incredible. That's who I'm excited to see in this one is Lakeith Stanfield. He's so good. Yeah, because he's, he's very, very good. So I'm excited to see how he performs yeah. in this one. He uh, – his character in Atlanta, if you've never seen Atlanta. Yes, Atlanta's good. Season three sucks, but seasons one and two are great. Oh, season one, two, incredible. Season three is a little weird. I respect it. Well, but because little... like they go like one episode, it's with the main cast. The uh, the next episode, it's like a story of someone you've never seen in the show before. And it's like, like what are we doing? Yeah, I thought it was going to like relate. And they'd and be it like. It doesn't. Because in season two, they would do that. But then they'd be like at the end when like something happens, yep. they'd be walking on the street like, what's going on over there? <laughs> like, And you would see them. Yep. But. 
I don't know. It's weird. It's like filler episodes. I I don't think I wound. Up, I I know I did. I didn't wind up finishing season three because I just kind of got, got like bored with it. So I need to finish that at some point because seasons one and two were very good, but season three was a disappointment. One was incredible. One, one yeah, was one is one is one of the best seasons of of television I've seen in in a while. Like hundred percent agree. It's really good. Really 100%. good. So. I'm excited about that uh, tonight and this weekend. That'll definitely be the big blockbuster uh, this weekend at the movies. Also, I have come to the conclusion uh, as of today at like 9.30 this morning that we need to ban the existence of the sneakers app. For Nike? Yes. Yeah. It's It's the worst app ever created. 55,000 pairs of the new uh, Travis Scott Jordan ones were uploaded this morning, I guess. Uh, and so you know what you like. You have to do the raffle where you like you put your uh, you know your contact information, payment, all that stuff in, and then like twenty minutes later, you get an email from Nike saying whether you want whether you got the shoes or whether you didn't. And I have never met anyone that has like actually gotten the shoes in one of these raffles. Yeah, I mean resellers have ruined trying to get those shoes. Oh my god! So your raffle is the only hope. Or getting yes. fake ones. $150 was the price this morning for the Travis Scott Jordans. That's a steal. Uh, it's a steal. Right now on resale, the lowest price is $1,300. Not worth it. Not worth it at all. Not <laughs> worth it at all. Jeez. It, it is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. All right, that does it for us. The Drive with Brad Bobo is next from 3 to 6. Uh, tomorrow morning, 7 to 10, the front row with Budro. 10 to 12, Red Wolf Roll Call. 12 to 2, the Workday Red Zone. Get you back to us tomorrow from 2 to 3. So until then, for Andrew, I'm Cade. So long. Have a great Thursday. We'll talk to you tomorrow.